You're listening to Talk Talk, Talk, where we are talking about the theory of knowledge. Welcome to episode number 28. Today I'd like to ask the question, what are, the, what are some problems with conspiracy theories? And I want to start this little episode with a simple, with a little example. Imagine that you are walking in a forest and that you see a burning tree. And now I give you two possible explanations. Maybe somebody dropped a burning cigarette and accidentally set the tree on fire. Or the alternative explanation is the government tested a secret weapon which accidentally set the tree on fire. And now I'm asking you, which one of these two explanations is the better one? And why is it better? Many of you probably would say that the first explanation is the more reasonable one. But why is it more reasonable? The second explanation could be correct as well. Maybe there is a secret weapons program and we don't know about it. Could it be that the first explanation with somebody dropping a burning cigarette is just too normal to be true? There's got to be more to it, right? Well, as a matter of fact, the first explanation is indeed the better one and it is more likely to be correct. The reason is that it is the simpler explanation and it is based on fewer assumptions. Remember, you should always go with the simplest possible explanation that explains all of the facts. The second explanation, the secret weapons program, is a conspiracy theory and requires several assumptions. You have to assume that such a weapons program indeed exists in the first place. You have to assume that the government was able to keep it a secret. You have to assume that they test the weapon. You have to assume that the weapon hit the tree and that it was able to set the tree on fire. There are simply too many assumptions that cannot be verified. The person dropping a cigarette requires far fewer assumptions and is therefore to be preferred. This is called Ockham's Razor, named after the 13th century philosopher William of Ockham. To put it in easier words, don't make the issue more complicated than necessary. Go with the simplest explanation that explains the observations. Do not look for complicated explanations, even if these explanations are more exciting or interesting. It's now July 2009 and 40 years after the first moon landing. A moon landing which, according to some people, never took place. Yes, there are some folks out there who claim that the moon landing is a conspiracy. It never happened. All of the pictures and films of the moon landing, in their view, were made inside a studio. The rocket did start for all the world to see, but the astronauts were only placed into an orbit around the Earth and never really went to the moon. In the meantime, filming started in a studio on Earth. After several days, the astronauts returned from the orbit and their space capsule and landed inside the ocean to be picked up. Now, there are countless other examples of conspiracy theories, and here are some of them. The so-called chemtrails conspiracy. This conspiracy started back in 1996. You've already noticed that high-flying airplanes make a condensation trail of water vapor, which are nothing more than clouds. If you remember your chemistry, the burning of fuel or any organic substance, produces carbon dioxide gas and water. Now, conspiracy theorists claim that these condensation trails are in reality some chemical or biological agent 
which the government sprays on the population, for whatever reason. Of course, the government refuted these claims, but for conspiracy theorists, this is even more evidence that they have something to hide. The 9-11 conspiracy. This one states that the 9-11 attacks in 2001 were an inside job and that the US government itself was, was responsible for it. The conspiracy theorists claim uh, came up with many proofs that all of them which turned out to be wrong, but still they stick to the theory. Global warming conspiracy theory. Global warming is really not taking place at all, or the CO2 is not responsible for it. It's all a lie. Princess Diana, she died in a traffic accident in 1996. Conspiracy theorists say that she was assassinated. And there are many more, of course. Now, what do all of these conspiracy theories have in common? One of the, these, one of the characteristics is that all of them violate Occam's razor. They are not the simplest explanation of the events. Now, what is the simplest explanation? The simplest explanation is the one which is based on the fewest assumptions. And don't forget, assumptions have not yet been proven right or wrong, so they are an, uncertain, an uncertainty factor. A second point is that conspiracy theories are also resistant to falsification. Conspiracy, conspiracy theorists will follow the theory no matter how strong the proof against the theory is. For example, if you try to convince a conspiracy theorist by showing some proof, then the person will simply say that the proof is fake. To them, the conspiracy has become a dogma. Scientific theories, on the contrary, they are falsifiable. And it is possible to prove them wrong. The third point is, the conspiracy theorists are ignoring, ignoring counter-evidence. Conspiracy theorists are ignoring the enormous amount, number of proofs of the contrary. In that sense, there is a very strong bias in favor of the conspiracy theory. Why so many people still adhere to conspiracy theories despite so much contradicting evidence? That is a mystery to me. And the funny thing is that no amount of evidence will convince these people of the contrary. If you show them evidence, photographs, sound recordings, whatever, they will consider it everything a fake. Trying to convince conspiracy theorists won't work. The more you convince them, the more they become convinced that the person who tries to convince them is part of the conspiracy. Now, why did I choose to talk about this talk, uh, to talk about this topic? I regularly meet students who are absolutely convinced that the moon landing never took place because they saw some kind of a TV documentary or they think that the Vatican is involved in conspiracy because they read Dan, uh, Dan Brown's book, The Da Vinci Code. And the issue was topped a few months ago when a group of students did their TOK presentation, their theory of knowledge presentation, on the 9-11 conspiracy. They claimed that the attacks on the World Trade Center were an inside job by the US government and not by terrorists. The students tried to apply Occam's razor to the 9-11 conspiracy and they said, the simplest and easiest explanation of the 9-11 attacks is that it was a conspiracy. This because this explains everything. Assume it's a conspiracy and you've got an explanation for everything. Wrong. Wrong. It is not the simplest explanation because it is based on so many assumptions, assumptions that cannot be verified. The two students showed some videos from YouTube which presented some, quote, proofs for the conspiracy. What they or the videos overlooked is, is that there are many more reasonable explanations that speak against a conspiracy. So, what's the take-home message? 
go for the simplest explanation, it's usually the correct one, even if the explanation does not sound very exciting. And at the very end I want to conclude with a quote from Sir Karl Popper, and he said the following. Whenever a theory appears to you as the only possible one, take this as a sign that you have neither understood the theory nor the problem which was intended to solve. You can listen to more episodes at www.toktalk.net. That's www.toktalk.net. My name is Oliver Kim, and I wish you a nice day.